Hey, it's Julie. So it's a little strange, right? You don't hear my voice at the beginning of our We Share podcast. And it's also Friday. So that's weird, too, because it's usually We Share Wednesdays. But let me tell you why I'm coming to you. We have interviewed Paige Ann. She's an American Idol contestant, uh, a resident of East Idaho. We've known about her forever. But now the nation's getting a taste of Paige Ann. She's doing so well. Paige Ann shared some secrets with us. And I can't let you in on those secrets quite yet. Her episodes that are going to possibly advance her air this Sunday and this Monday on American Idol. So I'm going to give you a sneak peek. Alex and I interviewed her. You're going to get a little taste of what's going on with Paige Ann. Then on We Share Wednesdays, we'll be able to share that backstage information with you and all the secrets that she let us in on after the airing of the episodes on Sunday and Monday. So catch this sneak peek, then check back in with us on We Share Wednesday, and you'll hear the rest of the story with Paige Ann. And here's your sneak peek. Welcome back to We Share Podcast, and it's We Share Wednesday, yes, so here we go. We um, hey, Alex, how are you? I am great. I'm excited about our guest today. It's so fun. So we're joined by East Idaho singing superstar and American <laughs> Idol contestant, Paige Ann. How are you, Paige Ann? I'm good. How are you? Doing really well. Doing really well. Yes. We're, we're even better now. I'm we're really in your presence, basking in the golden ticket glow. Yes, yes. I'm so excited to be here. Thank mm-hmm. you for having me. You're so welcome. Okay, I, I'm sure that people who are going to join our podcast on this Wednesday might need to know a little bit of background on how your American Idol experience is going up to the point that we're going to talk about. Yeah. So give us the beginning. Like, why did you choose to to try out? What city did you try out in? Those kind of things. So, I mean, when I was initially trying out for the show, I was I think it was 14 years old. Uh, I was going to be on last season. I was going to be able to audition in front of Katie Lionel and Luke last season, but um, I was two days too young. And so I had to wait a whole entire year. And so I got texted by the scout that scouted me the year before. And he asked me, he was like, hey, do you want to audition this year? And I was like, of course, yes, I do. And so I did all the Zoom processes over the summer. And I finally got the okay to go audition in Vegas in front of Katie Lionel and Luke. And so that that audition process was so so cool i mean it was a lot of hard work it was four days long i was wearing the same clothes for four days but i mean it was really cool to see how show business worked and i mean it was my first time ever being exposed to that kind of scenery and so it it was a really big learning experience and i mean my audition wasn't something i was necessarily proud of but i mean i was exhausted and i was terrified i walked in my mouth was dry but it wasn't something I was necessarily proud of. And when Katie told me no, like I didn't disagree with her. Like I was like, I don't, I didn't think I deserved that golden ticket. And so, I mean, going into Hollywood week, it was just really to prove that I felt like I deserved that golden ticket. And so it, it's really been a competition against myself to prove that I feel worthy to be in the competition. Does it get easier? So that steep, steep learning curve in Vegas then you go on to Hollywood week. Did it get, a, do you feel like, okay, now I've got a little bit of experience. I'm not so nervous or is it still just rough? Well, when we got to Hollywood week, how they described it was leve- leveling up and they're not kidding. It's never the same experience twice. Every round is different. So going into Hollywood week, I had no ex- idea what to expect. Like 
I knew it was going to be different from Vegas because California, of course, the minor labor laws. So those were really on my side. But um, <laughs> I, I had to do school. And so I just had more off time than the adults did. But uh, yeah, they described it as leveling up because it's different and it's harder because they're not going to be calling you if they need you. Like you just need to be waiting for them to need you. And so, yeah, it, it kind of prepared me. But I mean, it was really just a mental game against myself of just getting out of my head and being like, I'm okay if I mess up because vulnerability isn't bad. So you're you're literally like on call like a doctor. Uh, like it can happen anytime in this window and you just have to be ready. In Vegas, me and my mom would sleep with our phones under our pillows. Oh my we'd go goodness. hide and we'd no sleep idea. in our rooms, slept with our phones under our pillows so that if they called us, we could just get up and go. Did you ever have a nightmare that... You didn't answer. The oh, owner no. didn't wake up. No, I, we did have a little bit of a scare when I was doing B-roll on the strip of Vegas. Uh, uh, my mom got a call from a producer and she declined it because we were doing work with another producer. And uh, then that producer called the producer we were working with. And that person was like, oh, the judges need you. And so I had to sprint probably a half a mile. Oh, wow. To the and hotel. then regain your your voice and your uh, well no your I literally ran straight in they mic'd me up and I taught Ryan Seacrest how to make snow cones oh wow it was crazy real quick I'll explain to people what B roll is because we might have people listening that don't right, even don't understand what, what that is. is so B roll is when um they, it's all those extra outtakes that they have mm-hmm. of you walking down the strip or doing mm-hmm. something different and then they add that into your audition so yeah. it's just the extra film just to make it more personal yeah. Now, I don't I don't think that got aired. Did the making snow cones get aired? Yeah. So I actually, saw snow cones. Yeah. So right before did they did like that meatball shot with oh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. But uh, yeah, they did that meatball shot. And then they showed me teaching Ryan how to make snow cones in the hallway. We of course filming it. It was a bigger bit. But I mean, they showed a little bit of it right yeah. before my audition. They cut it down, which yeah. is really I mean, when you're talking B-roll or the I other stuff, the that's how it is. And stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. Like it was yeah. cute, but yeah. if your throat was dry, you should have taken a bite of that snow cone. No, I was really <laughs> thinking about it. Oh my god! You're like, sorry, I gotta Excuse have me. some. Pause. <laughs> hey, Katie, can I just take that from you for a second? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Cute, cute. Okay, so before we get into where where you've gone since this time frame, let's talk about what's it like with the other people. Are any of the contestants catty or mean, or have you developed this little group of this core? I've got really great friends who are here for me. I mean, one thing I learned going into Hollywood week, there's 150 people that first round. Uh, There was about, I think it was 22 kids my age. So they were all minors and we were all in school. Uh, And I got close with really anyone I met because once you get into that environment, it's a really supportive environment. No one really takes it as a competition. And once you, if you have the headspace that it's a competition and that you need to target certain people to be like, oh, I need to be better than you, that's your downfall. The only person you should be competing against is yourself. Yeah. You should try and get better each time. It shouldn't be comparing yourself to others because every single voice there is different. There may be similarities, but there's not one that is exactly like the other. And so if you go into the competition thinking that it's a competition, it, it never works out well. And so, no, there wasn't really anyone who was catty. There wasn't really anyone who was stuck up. But I mean, there was like personalities I didn't personally get along with. But I mean, that doesn't mean that they're rude or right. anything. That just means, oh, I'm nice to them. And then I. That's a great way to look yeah. at it, though, just as a platform to get you out there yeah. and to deliver your talent. And I mean, the production team, it, they don't treat it like it's a competition either. It's literally just a bunch of friends hanging out. And so when I went to school, I met some of my best friends that I'll have for a lifetime. 
Like, even if they got eliminated the first round, I still talk to him to this day. How fun. What a, yeah. what a great takeaway, because, I mean, this journey, you have no idea how it's going to end. No. Even at this point, we're sitting here and Hollywood Week was pre-taped. So you kind of knew what was going on there. But at this point, you don't know how this journey's going to end. No. And it, it's really scary to think because now to the point where it's cool because Hollywood Week was so pre it was pre-taped. Um, and so you don't know who's going to be fan favorites. So it's really cool to see all this work that we just did come into the light and see who loves it. You know, Mm -hmm. and so. All right. I have to stop it there because this next portion of the podcast is where Paige Ann goes in to the forthcoming rounds and whether she's successful or not. And like the songs that she sang and who she was with and how she prepared and all all this stuff about the backstage part of American Idol. So I wanted to give you just a little bit more, though. So this next part is from the towards the end of the podcast. We started asking her about, you know, feelings, what it was like. And she could share that because that doesn't give away secrets about how the forthcoming rounds go. So I'll give you just one more little clip. And remember, check back on Wednesday where you'll get the whole entire episode. Go. What's it like to keep the secrets from people? Because you've had to do that for more than six months now. What are you good at it? I'm not. I don't feel like I'm a very good secret keeper. I have a horrible poker face. Honestly, with this kind of situation, it's like, do I really want people to know? Because like, what if I don't make it far? Like, so when I auditioned, I made it through. But like, what if I didn't go that far in Hollywood Week? Like, did I want people to know? So it, it wasn't really hard for me to keep it because I've I've never been one to like want that attention. Like my least favorite part of all this is the asking me questions, the the wanting to care about me. What's like, your favorite it, part? Well, I mean, my favorite part was filming it. it Performing. It, it was my people. Yeah. Like being around, it was a whole different experience when I was just being around them. Like I was a, I wasn't a different person. It was just like I was happy because I was with friends. I was with people that understood me. Yeah, like like-minded. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I made some of my best friends that I'll ever have. Um, you built your tribe. Yeah, at least the start of it. And keeping the secret, it wasn't really hard because, I don't know, I don't, I'm literally someone who loves to sing on stage, but I don't like all the attention to be on me. I don't know how to word that so it doesn't sound like oh well I don't care what people think like it's not that it's the that I really do care what people think it's that I overthink what people think about me and so I don't want people to know what I do you know and so it's been really getting out of my comfort zone to like want to share like music I write or uh merch that's been a whole thing for me because I'm like I don't know if I want my face on things that seems weird and I don't want people to think I'm cocky and I'm like I just overthink it and so that's honestly been why it's probably been so easy for me to keep it a secret because I'm like, do I necessarily want people to know? If it's a secret, you're still protected a little bit. You're not yeah. so vulnerable. Like your joy I, comes from singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's my way of communicating with people. I've never been good at public speaking. It's never been, oh, I can read. I suck at reading. So like any speech I've ever had to give, it just doesn't work, but I can sing easy. I can get up in front of a crowd of people and not be scared. It's my way of communicating. It wasn't hard for me to keep that secret. I just, it was, I told my two best friends and even then I didn't really talk much about it.
Thanks for joining us today on the WeShare podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, please give us a five-star rating, tell your friends, and share this show. You can also follow us for recipes, lifestyle and fashion tips, book reviews, and more on WeSharePodcast.com. Join our share squad and sign up for our newsletter there. We would love to connect with you. We share on TikTok, Pinterest, Facebook, and Instagram. Give us a follow. A big goodbye squeeze and sending you all our love from Alex and Julie. Join us next week on the We Share Podcast.